Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of What They Don't Tell You at the Hair Salon. It's me, your homegirl and favorite indie author, LaDosha Wright, giving you the huggy lowdown on any and everything about hair, scalp, beauty, so on and so forth. Um, Today I'm going to be talking about a topic that I can just never, ever, ever get enough of, and I actually love talking about it more than anything in my career as a hairstylist and as an author, and that topic is hair care. But before I get started, I have to talk about two things that are trendy, that affects my career, and I hope um, impacts and affects your life, and that is the coronavirus and voting. Now, we are hearing from public officials that we need not panic, but instead to practice universal precautions. That's right, people. Be sure you are washing your hands and you're covering your mouth and you're washing your hands, not just for two seconds, but the good old fashioned 20 to 30 second rule and carry wipes and all those types of things. So make sure that you are protecting yourself and the public. And last but not least, don't forget to vote. Um, It's that time of year. So um, it's coming up you know, uh, at the end of the year. So keep in mind that voting is important. I don't want people to forget about all the people who, who gave their lives, who made it possible that we can talk on these platforms, that we can live in the places where we live and work in the places where we can work and even date the people that we can date because of their undying support, tireless effort, and unfortunately, sometimes even their lives so that we can do the things that we are doing today. So please remember to vote and encourage people to vote, all right? So that's how I'm getting my party started quickly. Now let's move right on over to our topic on the importance of hair care. So why do I think this topic is important? Is because a lot of people confuse hairstyles with hair care. So the first thing I want to do is to tell you the difference between a hairstyle and hair care. So hairstyles are actually specific to the ability to coiffure. And coiffure means you can straighten hair, you can flip it, you can coil it, you can wrap it, slip it up, rub it down, oh no, okay? So you get where I'm going. You can manipulate the fibers to create a certain type of a look on the hair. So that's a hairstyle. Now hair care is different because you may not necessarily end up with a style, you may just end up with hair. So hair care is really about cleaning your hair and scalp in a regimented fashion per what the fabric calls for. Hair care also requires that you you grow your hair care regimen with your hair as you age. So what that translates into is the way that you care for your hair when you were 7, 14, 21, 28, 32. You see where I'm going with this? So as you age, every seven years, you want to change your regimen. Why? Because every seven years, you get a new head of hair. 
And as you age in those seven-year increments, hair typically thins for some. For others, it may not thin as much, but for most, the hair will thin regardless. So it is important that you grow and you mature your hair care regimen. So you're going to change your shampoos, your conditioners, your combs, your brushes, maybe even your hairstyling techniques to accommodate the changing uh, fabric of the hair and the actual condition of the scalp. So there you have it. That's the difference between hair care and hair styling. In addition, hair care requires that you read the directions and you follow them. Do not cookie cut. Hairstyling requires some cookie cut methods. For example, when you flat on hair, the cookie cut method is that you open the apparatus, you clap it down onto the hair, and you glide the flat on down the section of hair. So hairstyling does have elements of cookie cutting. Hair care on the other token, you do not want to do the same thing to your hair that you would do to someone else's hair. And you most certainly don't want to do that all the time because again, your hair changes every single day. So what type of things will make your hair change? For example, you have medication, um, hair care products, trauma, maybe your hair got pulled or something like that, um, chemicals. So all of these things can actually change the hair, which would require you to do something different. So therefore, hair care does not, should not ever, ever, ever have any element of cookie cutting. In the salon where I work at, the Reverse Design Team, we make it a point that during every visit, when a person returns and or if they are new, that we will assess their hair before we begin to service them. Because we are definitely of the understanding, number one, if they're new, we don't know who they are. And if they are what we might call regulars, we know that anything could have happened to their hair between their first and last visit, Therefore, we treat every visit as if each customer is actually a new guest. And I would say that it is primarily responsible for our success as a team, okay? Um, also, you want to understand that hair care typically is set in the home. So these are cultural practices that comes from, you know, various homes. So what one person does in their home with their hair may be something totally different than what another person does with their hair. So with that being said, if you are a parent or a caregiver, understand that you are the person who's responsible for setting the tone for what hair care is. And as a parent or a hair or a caregiver, what you're going to end up doing is you're going to create and define this hair care regimen. So some homes will wash and, sh uh, and condition hair every day. Some home, you know, they will do this once a week. So it varies from person to person, culture to culture. But again, as parents and caregivers, that's your role. That's your role. You want to create and you want to define and you want to hold accountable what this regimen is. You want to provide your children 
with the products that they need to take care of their hair. You want to provide them with the tools and you definitely want to teach them. And if you can't teach them, then you want to put them in front of responsible leadership who can do this to bring about the desired result. Another thing you want to take into consideration are hormones. That's right, good people. Hormones and the weather, both of those drastically affect and they change hair. Now, how does this take place? Well, number one, your hormones are solely responsible for the hair growth. That's right, not grease, not 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 uh, smoothies, not putting you know coconut oil and you know ketchup and all this other stuff, curly custard mustard on top of your hair. No, it would actually be your hormones. Okay, so hormones they can change the way uh, your hair feel and look because they also affect the growth. And when hair isn't growing right, or if it's growing too fast, or it's all off its cycle, the hair can feel and look and do things that can just make anybody go oh I should just cut it off all right and then on the same note you want to keep in mind the weather the weather plays a very very important role on the hair because the elements are affecting the hair's response so that translates into hair when you go out into the climate it swells and it clothes it swells and it closes. So we're constantly in and out of different climates. So it's winter time here in Cleveland. So in my home, in my office, or my work, the temperature might be 73. When I go outside, it might be 30. So the hair is going to respond one way when I'm in the house, and then it's going to respond another way when I go outside. So there you have it. Hormones and weather changes or slash climate will also affect your hair, and that's going to impact and influence your what? Your hair care regimen, all right? And so again, I want to point out that hairstyles, hair care products, and styling tools they will influence your hair care regimen. Some hairstyles are high maintenance and you have to do them more often, such as your chemical services, your special occasion hairstyles, certain roller set hairstyles. Those hairstyles, they don't last very long and chemical services can also wear and tear on your hair. So with that being said, that's definitely going to affect the manner in which you care for your hair and the regimen, meaning how frequent are you going to do this? So if you're going to chemically alter your hair, if you're going to do some type of a roller set or a special occasion hairstyle, these hairstyles require more attention. They don't last very long. So lower your expectations and get involved with your hair care and create a regimen that's going to fit what that particular hairstyle calls for. Now, hair care products and styling tools, they too affect the hair care and the regimen. So if you're heat styling your hair, if you're twisting your hair, if you're braiding your hair, that's going to change what? The frequency, the regimen. So braids and weaves, they can only be in the hair for so long. Now, here's the thing when it comes to hair addition. 
conditions. Most people are definitely of the mindset that because they cost so much, they can be left in the hair for an extended period of time. So here's what they don't tell you at the hair salon. That's a lie, okay? Don't believe the hype. That's what I said. That's a lie. Remember LL Cool J? You're a liar. You lied about the lie that you lied about, okay? So hair weaves, extensions, box braids, um, extension cornrow braids, those should not be left in the hair past three to four weeks. Why? Because the scalp is a microbial habitat and the friction of the added hair against your natural hair can prove to be weakened and, 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 and limp and very stressed hair. So I know what you're saying, but I've spent 200, 150, 300, and for some people, maybe even thousands of dollars. So what I'm saying is, Save those styles for special occasions. And if you got it like that, you got it like that. But if you don't, then don't put this stuff in your hair, leaving it in for months and weeks on end because as a practice in the long haul, you probably won't end up with any hair, okay? So that's how um, hair care products and styling tools can affect the hair, all right? also, uh, let's look at um, um, what about um, a specific regimen that would require you know you to change often. So, for example, if you're exercising or swimming, or if you're a wet sweater. So these are ty- I mean a really heavy, heavy sweater, um, and you just sweat. You have to actually carry a face cloth around or something like that. So these are specific regimens that have to be addressed immediately because for one, whenever the hair becomes wet, then the hairstyle is compromised. So if you sweat a lot, if you are a swimmer, and if you exercise, um, or you're just very active, maybe you, uh, you work uh, out in the elements, you know, you work in construction or something like that. You're a police officer, you're, you work in the, um, in the surgical field where you have to put the hats and the caps on and off, you know, like in the restaurant uh, industries. You have to address those issues by changing your hairstyle regimen to match what you're going to be going through the moment your hair comes into contact with those uh, different, you know, um, matters such as water, you know, moisture, hats, and so on and so forth, okay? Um, also, you want to understand that um, that when you're buying these products, you want to make sure you're paying attention to what is uh, what the product is being made with. Now, everything ain't for everybody. So just because it says it's for black hair, that doesn't mean it's for your kind of hair because that could be, black hair could mean anything from very curly to soft, you know, to very tightly coiled, to thin, to very dense. So um, don't be, um, so be penny wise and don't be dollar foolish when it comes to buying these hair care products because you can end up being ripped off in the end. So make sure 
that you are reading, you know, what those ingredients are in your hair care products. Now, I'm not asking you to be a chemist, but just make sure that if you're buying a product that says it's protein, which is going to impact the regimen of your hair, Make sure it has protein in it, people, okay? And preferably within the first, you know, two lines of ingredients. And then last but not least, one of the things you want to keep in mind when it comes to your hair care regimen is that if you have a specific goal in that regimen, for example, let's take hair growth. Make sure that you are buying products and you are using tools and you are using techniques that are going to promote your hair, your hair goal by way of your regimen. So for example, in our salon um, during this season, people are typically almost always interested in hair growth and protecting their hair color. So what we're doing to accomplish this is uh, we are using imported products from Russia and our imported, imported products from Russia are the hot peppers mask and burdock oil. So these are two separate treatments that both, you know, um, influence, they uh, promote, they help, they aid in, in the function of the entire follicle, which helps nourish and promote blood flow and that's going to you know give you stronger hair so these are products with ingredients that's specific to the goal of growing hair in a regimented fashion is that making sense all right okay and then next up we also have an african-american owned company named deca so this company uh, has about 10 or more essential oils and their various uh, line of hair care products. So they have shampoos, they have conditioners, um, all types of stuff. So in their product, they also have a technique that they promote and it's called the scientific cleanse. So this is a regimented hair care treatment that cleanses, it nourishes, it stimulates. And these three components, they all help do what? promote growth. So there you have it. What they don't tell you at the hair salon about the difference between hair care and a hairstyle. Uh, feel free to replay this. Don't forget to share it with your family and friends. You can follow me on all the social media platforms. My books are available on Amazon, Nook, my website, airwrightbooks.com. You can also come and visit the hair salon in Cleveland Heights if you want to buy the books in person. And then you can also follow me on YouTube. And y'all already listen to me right here on this podcast, all right? So share this. If you have any questions, you can email me at ladoshaw at yahoo.com. I can answer your questions or cover a topic. But during this season, which means for the next three months, we're going to be talking about you know, uh, uh, the trends of hair growth and hair care and hairstyles and the difference. And I'm going to be following up 
with Madam C.J. Walker's um, depiction that's going to be featured on Netflix. And, um, uh, and so I can't wait to watch it. I think it's going to start on March the 20th. So I will be, you know, uh, watching it on Netflix. I'm going to give a podcast review after it goes off and get the conversations going. Perhaps I'll get some of my colleagues to be on, uh, uh, included in on my podcast platform. So I thank you so much for listening. And uh, you know what I always say when I'm signing out, right, y'all? Come on, say it with me. Peace, love, and hair. And if you ain't got no hair, then do what? Make sure you wash your hands up and then rub your little bald head, okay? And don't forget, vote. When that time comes, y'all best to vote. Bye.